Drop my whole phone. Oh my <laughs> that was great. Great, great start. <laughs> How are you? I'm great. I'm kicking the man out the room. Bye. And he left the fan on. Oh, okay. Maybe this isn't going to work. Okay. So. I guess we will wait until it's 9.30. Yeah. So we got three minutes. So what's up? What did you do today? Worked. Oh, sounds great. It was great. I'm over here, like, prepping for the hurricane. And, like, we went to Walmart. and there's... I forgot you were in Florida. Yeah, there's no water anywhere. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot. We could have totally canceled it. <laughs> no, it's fine. Like, the hurricane's not coming until, like, Sunday or Monday. Honestly, I don't know, because we don't watch the news. Well, you need to watch the news, I think. No, I don't think so. No, I think so. Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen regardless. Like, yeah. our um, apartment <laughs> like, complex is, like, telling us to, um, to like, make sure all of our stuff is on off the patio. And Jaime's, like... Babe, I think we should take this stuff off the patio. I'm like, the storm's not coming yet. Like, <laughs> it was still. That's why you want to do so you know when to take it off the patio. I'll go out there when, um, you know, the storm is coming. Last Wait, minute. Give me a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, so that's my life. Like, I literally parked my car next to a tree just in case because I need a new one. You're so annoying. That's I'm so it. serious, though. That's not the way to do it. I'm, like, trying to figure out a way to, like, have the camera so, like, it can see you can see me instead of just, like, my eyebrows. Prop it up somewhere. Hmm? Prop it up somewhere. It is. It's literally on top of two boxes. Meg! Oh, Corey's here too. Hey, Corey. Hi, Corey. Okay. Hi, Will. Hey, it's Will. <laughs> <laughs> so, is the Jamaican I mean, too loud? Hmm? Is the Jamaican music too loud? No, I actually can't hear it. Okay. I'm kind of like trying to get the kids a little bit. They're being annoying. Hello. Yeah. I'm glad it's just us over here because it's quiet. <laughs> you said turn it up. <laughs> I'm done. Oh. <laughs> Theme music. We got one minute. One minute. Oh, no, it's 9.30. Oh, hello. So should we introduce ourselves or like... Yes, we should introduce ourselves. Okay, so you're the T to the Lee and T. And she's the Lee to the Lee and T. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so, a P. What? 
And this is talk therapy with Lee and Is it though? Is it though? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, so welcome guys. Thank you guys for joining us. So let's go, let's jump right into it. Right. <laughs> Tonight we're talking about family. I know a few of you probably are expecting a great deal of negativity. To come I like negativity. Topic. I'm with the shits. <laughs> but we're actually going to discuss different family situations and dynamics in relation to how we should all overcome those difficult types of issues that we can't necessarily run away from with our families. Who said you can't run? <laughs> Aaliyah ran. <laughs> I did. Aaliyah did the dash. <laughs> you can see my face. Stop lying. Can you see it? <laughs> Oh, God, that filter came off, and I was scared for a minute. <laughs> okay. Okay. Perfect. So we're going to share some some of these questions and jump right into it. Okay. I'll let you take the lead, since I know this is a topic that, not to jump into it, that you can relate to <laughs> greatly. <laughs> okay. I think the bus is over me, but Okay. <laughs> Um, the first topic we're going to get into is resentful family. What about the people that resent their family? No, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm going to let you take the lead, girl. <laughs> what about them? I mean, okay, so the first question that we have is, what are some reasons that family become resentful towards each other? Um, for me, I, I think, well, what I've witnessed for myself, I think that family become, they become resentful towards each other over stupid stuff like money. Money will tear a family unit apart. A death of an elder that will tear people apart. Things like that. Oh, hey, Rendell. <laughs> Put a um put a pick up since we can't see your face. A picture. Okay. I'm new to this. Let's figure this out. <laughs> Questions oh. from story. So I'll continue while you do that. Um uh there's other reasons besides money, I guess. Um people have issues with each other outside of money that make them resentful towards each other. I feel like sometimes um, success sometimes makes family resentful towards each other. And Definitely. I've seen literally family members try to drag other family members down. Sometimes. Hold on, wait. Pause. How do, you, how do I add a picture? Hmm. What do you think about that hearsay from older generations? Yeah, I I can see that. I can see that one definitely. Um, I feel like from what things that I've seen, I've seen like, again, the the elders, you know, like they, I don't know what their problem is, but they want to be mixed up in the new generation stuff and it's like not their place or they want to start stirring up things like 
telling people's business that they shouldn't be telling things like that that's a big thing and even aside from the business telling the line yeah People like to just lie. People like to just straight up tell lies for whatever gains they may have. But you'll just hear something about yourself like, how true is that, you know? Yeah. I mean, thankfully, I don't have to deal with that too much in my family. But I've seen it happen to, like, too many people that I know. And... It's it's just crazy how that affects them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it makes you not be able to trust those people. Like, you should be able to go to your family in confidence and talk to them freely without having to filter things because you don't know who they're going to go run and tell. Right. I'm still trying to figure out this picture thing. So, going right from that, do you believe that relatives to reconcile with estranged family members or do you love them from a distance? I mean, I have a personal situation where I, from a very young age, um, tried. It was with my sister. We don't have the same mother. We have the same father, but... um, for a very long time she was all I had as a sister because the rest of my family lives in Jamaica so I tried to have a relationship with her for a very long time and um you know it just didn't work out it got to the point where I had to decide that you know like this is my sister I love her but I can't keep damaging myself trying to be a part of her life or trying to force myself into her life when I'm not welcome. So I can definitely say like, you should try to fix things when it can be fixed, but don't try to break yourself down trying to fix a relationship that can't be fixed. I agree with you. I agree with that a hundred percent. And I relate to you the same way. I I have a few family members. I can't even sit and just tell one story, but I have a few family members that I just cho- I just chose to eventually look from a distance because after a while, you try to reconcile lots of times. You try to talk to people about things, and they do something called gaslighting. They do something yes. called you know manipulating you passive aggression and after a while you just you know how can you continue to maintain a relationship that is draining exactly it's toxic like draining i don't you you should just when it comes to the point when you realize that person is not willing to put the same amount of energy you are putting in you need to walk away it's hard, but and something serious is going to have to, or not even serious, just something that you hold as value has to happen for you to walk away. Like for me, for me to decide that I don't want to continue trying to have a relationship with my sister, 
what happened was she ended up having a baby and I reached out wanting to get my niece a gift and her telling somebody that she wants nothing to do with me when I never did anything to this girl a day in my life. So it, it's just something that you have to hold valuable to you and once they cross that boundary, you have to you have to let it go or it will start to ruin you. Especially when it's something like that, when it's something just like unexplained. Like there's no explanation. It's just like why even continue to use energy? Exactly. I definitely agree with that. And, and sometimes, you know, you can't even love them from a distance. Like sometimes you just have to let them go off and you continue on with your life right and i was going to say another reason um family can be resentful towards each other is because of no apologies mm -hmm. and that's all it takes is a simple i'm sorry and that's a start to something or even maybe not even a sorry but you acknowledging the fact that i'm hurt acknowledgement mm-hmm so let's see. Okay, so we have a topic from a viewer. Mm -hmm. I think you, uh, I'll go ahead and read this one. So the topic from the viewer, um, it says, mothers that are resentful towards their sons because of their fathers. That's an interesting one. That's one that I know a lot of people, unfortunately that have to deal with that in their families. And I think it's something that it starts with mom, of course. It starts with, and dare I say, something that happened between her and her father. Yeah, it, it could definitely be that or something that I've seen recently, like with a friend, I've seen it start the it's starting with them wanting to hold on to a relationship that isn't salvageable or a relationship that never existed and them in turn like taking it out on the child or you know right it could be that too or it could be you know maybe the fact that a child may want to meet that father or have more relationship with them if they weren't involved. And then the exactly because she feels like, you know, I've been here, but that's still something within her. That's and at that point, I think that mother needs to have a talk therapy session and talk about her issues because that's not anything like, I don't know, like, the way I was raised, my parents kept their issues completely separate from me and my brother. Like, whatever issue was going on in life, they didn't put it onto us. Like, we never felt any type of negativity. And I feel like that's a parent's place to just give your children just love, just love them unconditionally, regardless to what if you had a bad day that day or if you're going through something, you have to be there and love that child because that's that's what children need and when they grow up in these toxic toxic environments not to jump ahead but 
another topic that we were going to talk about was generational curses. It makes that child think that this is okay. And it just keeps getting repeated over the generations. Right. So. And when it comes to specifically sons, because there are mothers that are resentful to their children in general because of fathers, you know? But specifically sons, it's, I feel it's, it's very detrimental to their, like, development as a man. Because then they're giving them issues and then they're looking at women a certain type of way. Yeah. And then even, well, not to stray away from the topic, but what about mothers that can't let their sons live a, a life outside of them? I've seen it where the mother will shelter the the son and not allow him to have his own friends or, you that's, know, that's date successfully. That is the spectrum of that. Mm-hmm. And then one of my friends, she was dating somebody for a very long time. And then the guy, like, they, their relationship wasn't able to get to the next level because his mother always came before her. And, like, before people start attacking me, like, I feel like if you're dating somebody and it's leading down the path of you wanting to marry that person, that person needs to come first. Like, I'm not saying that your mother isn't important, but if you're building a family unit, that woman is supposed to come first and not in competition with your mother. They're on two different levels, like. Right. And it's up, and and, up to him to set that standard. Exactly. But he won't know how to do that if his mother always, you know, made him feel like he has to provide for her. And he has to say, like, look, I am out of the nest now, so that means... I'm a grown-ass man. Like, you need to leave me alone. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, but, but, you know, of course there's different circumstances of things, but if if the situation is is the, the if it's the mother being you know overbearing, then mm-hmm. he has to you know be mature with her and just sit her down. You know, I'm going to maintain relationships, whether it be with her or anybody else. And you have exactly. to accept whoever it's going to be. If you love me, you mm-hmm. have to accept whoever I choose to be with. I agree. I agree with that. So what are some reasons that you think parents resent their children? I know I mentioned a few when I was saying that failed relationships or, you know, like their personal issues play a part into how they treat their children. Like, what are some of the reasons that you think parents resent their children? I think um, sometimes parents resent their children for not doing the things that they envisioned them doing, maybe with school, maybe with, you know, the choices that they are making in general. Some parents are, you know, super strict, you know, super religious. And sometimes, you know, if your child is growing up in a totally different generation than you did, then have that resentment toward you when they see you making different choices than what they would prefer to make. 
But I feel like that comes down to the parent having to work through, like, something of their own, like, them trying to project their views of how their children should grow up onto you. Like, I didn't get to, like, for example, not saying that my mom, like, pushes things on me, but my mom wanted me to be a nurse or a doctor, and... (laughs) Anybody that knows me, I do not want to work in the medical field. And she kept, she, even till to this day, today I told her I would hate my job. Like, I don't want to work there anymore. And she's like, it's not too late to become a nurse. They make good money. And I'm like, could you not? Those type of parents, like, they're going to like, be like that forever. They're going to be the type of parents that are going to just always, anytime. And, and just like you said, you, even though it was just something like, you know, I had a bad day at work today. Like she's just gonna always project yeah. that view onto you, and that may make you feel away. Or just like anybody else, like there's other parents that are, you know, a lot more, you know, callous about it. Like you know, well, I told you, you, you know, I I told you to do this, and that, and you didn't, so I'm not helping you. Too bad, you know. That's just why you. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to give you any type of support with anything you do besides what they want you to do. Exactly. And that's the problem. Like, parents need to realize that, yes, your child is an extension of you, but they're also their own individual. So all you have to do, like, my mom's always told me that God gave me to her for a short period of time, and she did her job by raising me. And now it's my job to go and take everything that she taught me growing up and apply it to my own life. Like parents just have to realize that children are alone from God. Like they're not, they're not your property. They're not, they're not a mirror for you to use and make them into what you couldn't be. Okay. Brenda with the bars. Right? Like where's she at? I tried to teach her how to make an Instagram, but she old. She don't know how to do it. <laughs> okay, so what are some reasons that children resent their parents? Wow, this this one's deep. I just remember like growing up me being mad that my mom took my phone away and I thought that was resentment, <laughs> but <laughs> it's not. Like I I feel like And it depends on, like, how you grew up. Like, if you grew up in (laughs) Rendell, (laughs) if you grew up somewhere where you're being abused or your parent is never around when you need them, like, those things will make you start to resent your parents. Or, like, I see it with girls these days. They'll make sure their hair and their nails are done, but their children are going to school and being bullied because they wearing the same clothes that, that that are two sizes too small and should have been replaced three school years ago. Like these, these I things need to. I went through some some high water bell bottoms a little <laughs> bit, you know, some shacks, you know. Yeah. And those those things later on, like when you when you realize it, especially me personally, when you become a parent. And you realize that it takes just a little bit more effort to do better than the bare minimum, then that's when the resentment really kicks in. Because you see firsthand, you know, what it takes to raise a child. And there's there's things that I know that I didn't need because now I know they don't need it. 
So yeah, but there's things like toys. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> kids will turn anything that. into a toy. Listen, they get everything. <laughs> but there's things that you know that they need that I never had. So then you start to think like, hmm. You like a lot of things I never really looked at through through I look through a different scope when I'm a parent now because I didn't realize everything that I needed that I didn't get. Yeah, because that was the norm for you. Like right. you just saw it as but I can see that as you become a parent, you know what your child needs and like I commend you for that because that's big, like you breaking out of those those ways that you were brought up and you being able to be a great mother for your boys like that takes a lot that that really does and like i i know you personally and i've seen what you've gone through and you've grown like you've grown so much in the past how long has it been like three years since i've known you thank you've done a complete 180 and proud thank you (laughs) i'm proud of you too dipping off on this I mean, but, it's always summer here, so like, <laughs> I don't care. So it's always summer. Since we on these positive vibes now, our next topic is: if you didn't come from a great family, make a great family. And exactly, but that one is: what are some ways that we can break generational curses? Well, I feel like you should speak on this one because I felt like I feel like you've done great at this so far. Um, thank you again. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, I I think that no matter what, I was always different. But as I got older, and you know, going through things and having different experiences, I just just realize what I wanted wasn't the same as what I was taught. And mm-hmm. eventually that's where the that's actually where the term unlearn comes from. You have to literally unlearn everything that you ever learned. Like because aside from things that you are taught, you learn things from seeing, hearing, tasting, like tasting down to the food I ate. I had to unlearn everything that I'd ever known as, you know, my life. But my question is, is what got you to that point? Just so there's, like, people out there that can relate to what you went through. Like, what got you to the point where you were like, I need to unlearn these things? Not not liking my ways. Okay. Not liking my own ways, not seeing the results in my life that I wanted to see. Like, okay. you know, being like being more stable, and and that also comes from my situation because I had to take care of myself for a long time. So, it came from having to grow up a little bit. Yeah, I can I can see that. So, with that having to learn and learn unlearn things you find out what you like your standard of living you know what i'm saying 
Yeah, definitely. And that's think... your attitude, the the way that you want to conduct your day, the the mood you want to be in, the food you want to eat, everything. I feel like you should like elaborate on like the part where you said, "Try, I'm going back." You were saying like the way pretty much like the way you want to be what if the person just they're used to it and like say they're still stuck in that environment so it just seems normal like what is a tip that you can give that person that knows that maybe what they're going through isn't the greatest but they don't know how to go about finding what's better that's an amazing question. <laughs> and it's it's really something that you have to figure out by asking yourself questions. Like, are you happy? Like, what makes you happy? What makes you smile? What makes you laugh? These are questions that a lot of people can't answer. Yeah. Like genuinely. Not means not you know what I'm saying? Like little things that are really, really funny to you that will make you like keel over laughing don't exist when you're in a state of mind where you're coping with everything that you're going through. Okay. I feel like I feel like that was a great way for you to explain getting through those generational curses. I mean, I can't, I'm trying to think back and see if there's anything specific that I would think is a generational curse. Well, Um, okay, so I have a question because you're um, engaged. Oh, yeah, I am. (laughs) So weird. And your parents aren't together. Yeah, no, they're not. So how? Hold on, wait. My mom made an Instagram. Wow. Hi, mom. She's here. What do you think? What What can you say? You changed within yourself to. What changed to, is to get there. okay. My, hey mom. My parents <laughs> really spoiled me. Like I. It's not that I didn't know how to do certain things on my own. It was just the fact that I didn't have to do them. Like, for example, today, me and my fiance were in Walmart preparing for the storm, and neither one of us knew what to buy for our apartment while we were in the store. And I had to call my mom. Like, I I found myself going back and having to call my mom because there's still things that, like, I didn't know, not didn't know how to do, but, like, I was just so used to somebody else doing it for me. So something that I've learned since I've been on my, like, since I've been, you know, living with a man, (laughs) I've, I've learned there comes a point as a woman, like, not, not to play on, like, sex or anything, but as a woman, there's just certain things that you have to do. Like, you have to be that backbone. You have to be that person that 
holds everything together. And I, I think it's just because, like, the way guys are, they're just so lax and easygoing and they don't have to worry about anything. And, like, I feel like just women worry and always have to make sure that their family is good. And that's definitely something that I I have to become what my mom and my dad and all of my family is for me for now what is my family okay so what i take from that is you broke that generational curse by taking all the positives that they gave you and concentrating on that to bring that to your new life yes pretty much i love that pretty much i love yeah that. and it's done you so good it's not easy though let me tell you like no, <laughs> it's I not easy like every time I go, we go into the grocery store. I'm calling my mom. I'm like, "What aisle do I find flour on?" Like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm learning, and I can definitely say, like, I've made progress, big progress, in the past couple of months since I've moved um, here. I love to hear that, and I'm super proud of you doing that this girl told Thank me from you. the day i met her that she was gonna move to where she's living <laughs> yeah i was just well <laughs> not to where ago. i was living i said miami i ended up in orlando because of somebody <laughs> well you close enough to literally weekend there so oh rendell that was so cute oh my little brother <laughs> <laughs> And I agree, still the most dedicated and bravest person that I know as well. Literally did the damage. I appreciate you guys. Yeah, like, I think we should do, like, a podcast on that. Just, like, leaving and being on your own. Like, that's that's huge. Girl. It's really huge. It's huge. Okay. Um, what are the best ways... To make amends with a strange family, if that is your goal, what do you don't do it? Don't do it. Okay, but in all seriousness, like if you're going to do it, I feel like you have to be the bigger person. Put your big girl panties on and be like, "Hey, we need to talk about things." And I feel like if they're not mature enough to be able to talk about it, again, like I said earlier, you just need to walk away. You have to find that something that's going to make you walk away. Yes. And I was definitely going to say that. I was going to say if, they are def if they're not willing to really sit down and have that conversation, then don't put yourself through it. It's not fair to you. It's not fair to your peace. Exactly. It's not worth it. It's not worth you. I can tell you from personal experience, like, I literally cried because I didn't have a sister. And that was like something that all, I always wanted was an older sister. I mean, not to say that I don't have an older sister because I do. She she lives in Jamaica and she's very sister-like, but she wasn't here. <laughs> she wasn't here like physically like in the states and she's still not and i just always wanted like i still to this day wish that i could have a relationship with my sister but it's been i think like 
two years since I made the decision that I wanted nothing to do with her. And I've, I've been great. Like it got me to the point where I went and I talked to my therapist, shout out to Carrie. Um, and she, <laughs> she literally like explained to me like what I said about, um, you know, like setting that thing that's going to make you walk away. And I got to that point and I, I feel so free. Like, not to say that I forgot about my sister, but I don't worry about that. Like, I'm not crying myself to sleep anymore because she's not worried about me. She's not crying or worried or upset about it. She's not even worried about me. She's gone on with her life. Yep. And, the, and I can agree with that 100%. Every time I do, I, I can agree with you like a thousand percent. I do wish that I had better relationships with the people that I'm estranged from. But at the end of the day, if you're not willing to really sit down, you know, make those acknowledgements, I'm not, I can't force, you know, I'm not going to force my own hand because at the end of the day, you're fighting yourself. You're not fighting with that person because they don't care. Exactly. They don't even know how much they affect your your life. Mommy. <laughs> yes, baby. <laughs> Mommy duties. Protect your energy, exactly. Protect yes. your energy. Yes. Yes. Oh no, we lost her. It's just me. What do I do? And yes, mom, she told me everything that you told me. But sometimes it's better to hear it from a non-biased third party. Oh, no, we lost her. Let's try to get her back. I know. Oh, she's back. Forehead is on point. It is the... Just waiting to get Taryn back. Back. She left again. I'm sorry about the technical difficulties. She's back. <laughs> That's exactly what I was doing. That's exactly what I was doing. I was putting it on the Apple TV. Wow. <laughs> okay. Wow. Sorry. Um. So now, if uh, we talked, we talked a little bit about maintaining that distance and. Um, mm -hmm. just maintaining your peace, protecting your energy. Now, how do you pull up to family functions? Oh, I'm a professional at this. I'll walk by you like I never met you a day in my life. Like, I will step right past you. Like, and 
I know you know because I've done it to literally people right in front of you. Like, I, we could be best of friends. You could be my twin sister. I do not care who you are. If we're on that bad of terms to the point where I'm uncomfortable going someplace or, like, I'm thinking, like, oh, this person is going to be there or whatever, like, no, I'm not going to deal with that. I'm going to walk past you like you do not exist. You're not about to get that rise out of me because I know that's what you want. Exactly. It's not happening. <laughs> I'm definitely not going to skip any functions that I want to go to because I think you may be there. I'm definitely going to ignore your whole existence. We don't need to speak. Like, who are you? Like, literally. And if we but no, like, in all, here. Mm -hmm. and in all seriousness, like, if you do feel that uncomfortable, then don't. Honestly, don't go. Like, I would never recommend you putting yourself in a place where you miss out on opportunities because of somebody else. So I'm just a strong believer of you doing what's best for you. Right. Yes, blocked in real life, literally. Yes. <laughs> but <laughs> I feel like you really need <laughs> to get out there and actually, like, put yourself in these real world situations where you have to deal with this person. Cause as long as this person is alive, you're going to have to deal with them, especially when you're family, you guys are going to be invited to the same parties. Like right. you're never going to get away from them fully. Right. If you, you got to build yourself up to that point where they cannot control you emotionally anymore. Exactly. Exactly. Because it's, again, it's one of those things where, like, they're probably not even, they're not aware of what they've done to you. So you're hurting yourself by worrying about if that person is going to be there, what your interaction with them is going to be like. Just, you have to cut them out of your life. Like, yeah, like Dee said, like, they're blocked in real life. Like, you got to walk right past them. Like, they don't exist. Exactly. Okay. <clears throat> you want to start the next one? <laughs> this one's interesting. Sure. Swept under the rug. <laughs> no, this is funny. Um, so, why do you think it's so common for families of colors to have so many secrets? And I will definitely edit that because it's not just families of colors, all families, to be honest. Yes. She's literally editing it, editing it right now. It's been editing. deleted. <laughs> <laughs> because it's the truth. Like, um, I think that families keep a lot of secrets because of shame. Because I don't even think it's always about shame, to be honest. <laughs> Okay, I agree. But continue, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's okay. Um, I think it's, it's the, it, it could be sometimes shame because they're just not ready to face the facts of whatever it is that they're withholding. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to face, they don't want to face that reality. So it's easier for them to just keep it on the hush. Mm -hmm. I know, like, in my family, 
um, a lot of people, they'll keep secrets to maintain a status or an image that they would like to continue to portray. Like, I don't want to call anybody out and give any specifics, but there's definitely have been, since I've grown up, like, I can tell you, I always thought, like, I was the outcast of my family because I'm, I'm so outgoing. I'm like, I'm so different, like with between like my, my colored hair and just like my personality, I never fit into what I thought I had to be. And as I grow, (laughs) like, (laughs) as I grew up, I realized that I'm trying to, you know, like put a, a filter over me to make these people happy and as I grew up I realized that they have so many secrets or I'm finding out things about how they live their lives or I I can't even get into it without giving away certain details but I found out things about people and I was just like wow so I'm not even that bad and like y'all all made me feel like I was terrible just because I'm a little bit different and by a little bit I mean a lot of it like I'm definitely like the black sheep of my family, <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm just that's why when you ask me like about like what would I tell people like it's just sometimes you are just literally different, like you can't get on the same vibe as your family. Yeah, yeah, and like my mom, my mom just said, you have to live your best life for yourself. And she's completely right. Like she's literally seen me struggle and hold myself back from doing certain things because of my family. I'm not going to say all of my family, because for the most part, my family is a very like understanding, accepting family. But there's definitely people that have made me feel like I wasn't good enough or like because I didn't hold back those those things that they didn't like about me or that they wished I was a little bit more refined or, you know, like maybe I didn't curse too much that much or like Mm -hmm. my blue hair, like when my hair was blue, like you didn't have to wear that wig to this family function. Like, you know, things like that. Like, but then you you just got to be yourself. Those secrets that people hold down is just like, why are you worried about my hair? I feel like you might be worried about that secret. And then not even to get into it, but, like, the religious ones, like, girl, <laughs> let's not even go there. There's let's so many not even go there. Ones. In my family, I have the skin tone ones. Oh, no. Nah. Oh, I nah. have the cultural ones. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, just family that just judge too much. We live in, like, we, and it, it's definitely a generational thing too sometimes yeah I definitely see it in like the older um ones but I also um find it trickling down into the younger generation like for example like I just recently got engaged and like I sent it to my family and I got a response from somebody and they were like not to again like give out and they were literally their response made it made me feel like I've been with like a bunch of different guys and I'm like excuse me like this isn't the first guy that like I really brought home like that like <laughs> excuse me I see I had I had an experience like that before too and it's actually why I don't even put my relationship status on Facebook I changed my status on 
and it was years ago, like before I was a mother and everything. And I changed my relationship status with to, in a relationship, and they was just like again they commented it on Facebook again <laughs> again those are my favorites like you don't even know and that's the thing like they don't even know anything about you and they're right. commenting and on like, your you know, life and then, and then it, it, that's what I was about to say that's a, that's a person that I really didn't they didn't really know nothing about me so and they're just, just like, going off of what they see like you don't even you never cared to ask me yeah, I can't. I can't deal with that. I was, and Not that enough. person, I agree. That's Vendel. Older ones pass it down to the younger ones, unhappy with their own life situation. And those younger ones are the ones that choose to like. I was gonna add that follow the old ways. Mm-hmm. It's because they're around it all the time, so they aren't expo- exposed to. And normalcy and that i also feel like they don't have the the resilience to make their own way yeah that that takes like you as an individual like if you're able to not fall into that mold and like shout out to my mom but she's always like with me and my brother like always told us to like be our own person and not fall into that mold like because I feel like any other parent when I go to you at 10 years old and I tell you like I don't feel like I fit in with the family and you as a parent you tell me not to fit in and do my own thing I feel like we need more parents like that like don't teach me to be a cookie cutter person teach me to be my own person and live my life not by other people's standards right and like you said, it's not every single family member, but there are those. We're just speaking about those family members. And they know who they are. They know who they are. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. So we have a viewer question. Um, so how do you think family drama should be approached to avoid secrets? Hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think that if you're in a position where you found out something or and you just want to know um, the rest and you, like you said earlier, you got to put your big girl panties on and just confront whoever you need to confront. But if we're talking about, you know, breaking the curses, then you just create that open dialogue in your, you know, new life with whoever your family is, your day-to-day family is. Mm-hmm. I agree. I definitely feel like things shouldn't have to feel like they're a secret. Like, you shouldn't have to feel like you're keeping something away. Like, I feel like you should be able to have that type of relationship with your family, like, that's your family. You should be able to tell them everything that's going on with you without them judging. Like, because I'll never understand judging because that person that has so much to say has so many issues of their own. And, like, I, I, like, that's a whole nother, like... (laughs) Exactly, exactly. 
Exactly. So I feel like this question has to be based on like your family and what you consider your family unit. And like, you just have to, people need to start making people feel comfortable in their family. Yes. Mom, you need to stop. (laughs) No, that's crazy. Oh my God. I can't even talk about that. Like, who is she? (laughs) Sixteen. Um, oh my goodness <laughs> I was gonna say um if you really want to approach a situation and confront somebody about something you have to be a little vulnerable you have to let them know exactly how it's making you feel to even have a chance of them giving you a genuine and vulnerable response I definitely, I agree with that. Like, when I start, like, talking to people about touchy subjects, I usually start in, like, I'll tell them something about me that you probably wouldn't think that I would just openly share with somebody, just so you know, like, just to knock it down that level so you're comfortable, like, talking to me. Because if you don't, and, like... This is a safe place. Exactly. And especially, I feel like that has to come from, like, the elders. Like, you have to let them let us know that you're on our level and that you don't think you are superior to us. Like, I feel like that would definitely make us as like younger people be more open to speaking to the adults in our family or the people that they trickled on, to be honest. (laughs) I mean, I'm not an adult. (laughs) I can't even rent a car. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. No, I'm so not kidding. But... This is a podcast for the teenager. <laughs> but... <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. But... So the next question is, is there a gray area within what that information is that's withheld in families? Is there a gray area for secrets? Nope. I talk to my mom about everything. I tell her about my sex life. Like, I tell her about me using the bathroom. Like, literally, I'm on the phone with my mom, especially since okay. I don't live I in New York anymore. Now, we can't really base anything off of this because this is Aaliyah we're talking about. And Aaliyah sometimes <laughs> shares that with others as well. I share it with strangers, yeah. Like, but yeah, like that's just me though. Like, I don't believe there should be anything, (laughs) anything gray. Like, he know, like, wow, Jaime. Like, he knows. Like, I'm just, I'm a little bit too much sometimes. Like, I forgot where we were, but I literally, oh, we were out on a date and we were walking down the street and I needed to like clean my phone and I literally just like lift up my dress to like. <laughs> clean the back of my phone so like he's witnessed how I am like first <laughs> so yeah like I share too much but uh, again like I feel like you should be able comfortable and able to to do that right because that's family right exactly that's supposed to be. and if you can share it with a stranger you should definitely be able to share it with your your family don't share your sex lives with strangers guys <laughs> <laughs> just don't do that it's okay 
But no, but, like I feel like okay, maybe not all the details of your sex life, but I can definitely say like being able to talk to my mom about that subject and not be uncomfortable. Oh, like that that in itself, like I mean, but I give the details, so again, off topic. <laughs> but a branch off question I would have is do you think there are things that are like better withheld? Um, like, is there a level but then, of of crazy secret that, right, just like, if we said, get into that, if, if you, I feel like if you're holding, for me personally, but mm -hmm. I, I'm a different breed of person, if there's a gray area, then that just leads back to all of the other stuff that we just talked about, like, a gray area could lead into like a generational curse or like it, it can just snowball and create bigger issues. You withholding information like, so let's just talk on what my mom brought up, like a secret child. Like if you didn't tell your family about that and then 10 years down the line or something happens to you and we find out that you have another kid and then like that kid grew up without a family and like in my case with my sister then that child resents their family and they had no idea about that child like it just creates all those issues because now that child is going to have a generational something where she's going to lead or he's going to lead on and it's just it's just going to cause issues, I feel they like. They may feel different types of ways about the family in the future, and then it may lead to them not being around when they have their family and things like yeah. that. The only and things that I really... Things like, there's sometimes like things like, oh, like, who, who you thought was your mother is actually your aunt. Like, that's so common. Yeah. Like, or things like that. Those are... Your mother was actually a grandmother. There's movies like that, like... Mm-hmm. Orange is the New Black. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert, sorry. I'm not but... that far, so it's okay. Oh. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> but, but I, I mean, is it worth, like, are those secrets worth, are those type of secrets worth like sharing like things that will just kind of like make you make the children feel weird but it's just like there's so many questions that will come after i or guess it it, just go on just letting them believe i guess it kind of depends on the situation in those situations i don't feel like you should keep that away like i have a friend that i went to school with um we're not really like close anymore but um she had a kid really young and like she wow we got 27 seconds let's finish this up so she had a kid really young and like <laughs> she um like ended up raising that child and like I'm just thinking we're gonna cut off and we'll be back guys we got 13 seconds we'll yeah back. we can we can come back and wrap up okay yeah let's do that was that an hour already? <gasps> hey, buddy. What's up? I know. I know. It's because how it is. Like, I, I tried.
tip over if you try to put it up too high? Yeah. Back. Hey, girly. Out waiting for her to come up. Oh, oh, well, we're almost done. Can you lift it? Babe. I think you might be able to see my face now. Nope. Still didn't work. <laughs> oh, well. I tried. Like, we got, now this is the, the third box or like the third thing we have, like, like, yeah. But yeah, let's finish this up quickly. But yeah, yeah like, I, I feel like it depends on what the the secret is because as i said it can cause all those issues that we just talked about trying to fix right and so. uh, we can go to the the last question because that was my wrap-up question um okay what can be done to make sure we don't repeat cycles wow this is this is a big one i just feel like one, definitely being yourself. Yes. Two, allowing, not not repeating what they did. So, like, allowing your child or the people around you to have open access to you and all of that. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to get my words together. It's kind of hard right now. I feel but, like this is what she's yeah. saying. Like, vulnerability. Yeah. And really just staying true to the standard that you want to set for your life. Because at the end of the day, the your family and what is what you make of it. The good, the bad, everything. The, the how you handle your family and how you handle the family that you're making. Exactly. I agree. So, yeah, like... There's definitely ways you... It's not going to be easy, but... It's never easy. And every day's a new day. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I guess we can wrap this up. Thank you guys <laughs> for joining us. Thank you so much for um, so long. <laughs> going forward, it won't be like this. We'll definitely just have audio. So, like, you guys can listen to us at your leisure and you know like sometimes it will be just me sometimes it may just be her it may just be like small little mini episodes like if you guys are interested please like follow us share yeah, tell a friend and, um, and just we have a lot in store and we'll keep everyone posted so many ideas like I feel like we have to go back and like do like a literal intro and like how we met each other and how yes. this all came about and who we are individually we're gonna have an origin story yes but thank you all for joining us thank you so much and everybody have a good night bye, bye. <laughs> it's just my forehead. Yeah.